Let's get loco, Robo. Yes. <laughs> it's the science fiction rating system. I am Alex Humphrey, and I am joined by Chris Redding. Hello, Chris. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. And uh, Sam Draper, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. Hello. How are you, Alex? I'm not bad, thank you very much. It's a grey morning, mm. but we're going to talk about... Uh, a grey robot. Gr- a grey robot, yeah. I mean, yeah, we're here talking about Bicentennial Man, uh, the 1999 film directed by Chris Columbus. Now, we're doing this one because someone asked us to, didn't they? Yes, Matt. Matt. Mm. Was there a reason Matt asked us to? He loves it. and loves it. Uh, yeah, I think he was trying to make his fiance watch it, and she never seen it all the way through. And... Well, Matt. I can oh, only is talk pump, from... Is this Pumphrey's... Uh, That's the one. Suggestion. Yeah. Well, yeah. sorry, Matt. I can only speak for myself, but maybe turn the podcast off now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or just jump through it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think Chris is, was more positive. I don't know. We'll see where we go with this. Uh, I, um, I've got a lot to say anyway, but... Um, before we get yes. going, Alex, yeah. um, I'm just going to paste into the chat. If you Google Bicentennial mm. Man, look what comes up. The, a link to IMDb, but read the description for that. Oh, it says, a true story of a heroic man, Hunter Patch Adams. Uh, I think that that's the IMDb. Oh, that's the, wow, that's okay. the link to get to IMDb, because it brings off Google. Well, that's uh, it's not a true <laughs> it's story. Just, it's just a movie. <laughs> wow, okay. Here? I don't know. Uh, it's a strange, like, that like is a Freudian really slip. Odd. <laughs> yeah. And that it's, was posted on the 17th of the 12th, 1999 as well. It's almost as though all these shit Robert Williams films blend together into one, isn't it? <laughs> IMDb yeah, says, they, not they me. Just, they just couldn't tell. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you the plot of Bicentennial Man. And this is written by me. This isn't IMDb. Okay. Uh, it tells a story that starts in 2005 and ends in 2205. Bicentennial Man is about Andrew, a robot, on a journey to learn everything he can about humanity, including individuality, creativity, freedom, love... And belonging. Mm. There you go. I think they should have used that on IMDb. That's pretty good. <laughs> yes, you should get in touch, yeah. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I thought so. Um, anyway, we start... Um, it's originally if... written by uh, Asimov and... Yeah. Yes. It's yeah, old, based on... It's an old yeah. concept. Yeah, ba- well, yeah, and I think uh, you can kind of tell that a little bit. Yeah, based Positronic on... Positronic sh- Man. Yes. Uh, Basically yeah. what Data is based on as well in uh, Star Trek. Hmm. No, the book, uh, do, it's called Bicentennial Man, the story, isn't it? Yeah, but the original story is called Positronic it's a short, Man, I think. Yeah, it no, was a it's short not, story. I just read it. It's called Bicentennial Man. Sure. Oh, okay. I'm I'm sure I, think... I thought I read in the titles based on a story called Positronic Man. Yeah. yeah I'm really confused. Oh. I thought it was oh, based on. on a short story that was then turned into You've a novel. You've just read the book of the film, haven't you? No, no, no. <laughs> no. no. The original, Isaac Asimov's original novelette, as they call yes. it, was Bicentennial yeah. Man, which was then turned yeah. to a novel called Positronic yeah. Man. Written yes, by okay. Asimov and Robert Silverberg. I haven't read that. Okay. There you right. go. Well, most people, if they don't know Isaac Asimov, they kind of do because they may be, uh, they will probably know the three laws of robotics, won't they? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty famous kind of thing. I mean, um, I make sure on first dates that that's covered, otherwise I just walk out. <laughs> <laughs> on dates with a robot or just Everyone. on dates with, humans, a girl. with humans. Yeah, anyone. <laughs> with humans. Yeah. It'd be useful on a date with a robot because then you'd yeah. know that they they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, I guess you before we get start, killed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, had anyone seen this before? Because I hadn't seen this many times. It was. It, I actually quite liked it when I was young. Wow. Many. Wow. I've many never seen times. it, but as I discussed last week, I was familiar with the Celine Dion music video. 
Well, yes. That was <laughs> See, what I wasn't. Sam that, was most familiar with. That would have turned you off. Most confusing. Yeah, that was, en- that was enough for me. I thought, well, that's all I need to see this one. <laughs> well, we start uh, part one, the not-too-distant future, which is, in fact, our past, because mm. uh, it's 2005. And you get this kind of uh, Ghost in the Shell. I thought it looked like Ghost in the Shell, the titles of this film. Um, I like the titles where you get to see Robin Williams being built. I thought I don't like the all like let's have fun with the words thing though. Oh, I quite like that. It's what a bit old. Think? It gets a bit old. Yeah, like the first oh, few are right. Then it's like oh, yeah, I've, I've seen you do the O like a screw. This yeah. is the third time and you're I've doing also that. seen I've seen the hand three times now. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, well, that, that was a bit I was positive about. So <laughs> <laughs> we'll see where we go. Uh, anyway, a big truck turns up at uh, Sam Neil's house. Sam Neil is a, a is a uh, good actor, sir. a billionaire a clockmaker. Oh no, he's not a clockmaker. He's just a. I don't know what he's in. He, no, he says. Know. He says. He says my line of work: clocks and oh, watches. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought just the robot was into that. Yeah. I no, he says too. I'm going to teach you my line of work, which uh, is clocks. Okay. Oh, anyway. So we turn. Study the film, the, uh, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Study the subject matter. <laughs> there was a lot in there. So it's Sam Neil's house, and he has bought everyone. Uh, his wife and his two daughters, he has bought them a robot. Now, we don't know why he's bought them a robot. It's not really established if everyone has robots, if this is like just rich people have robots. What what are you meant to use it for? No, that's not really... I mean, just housework. It's kind of a butler robot, isn't it? But it doesn't ever do that, does it? It just stands in the corner for a bit and then they find out it's got a brain and start going mad with it. I think generally it's supposed to do the cooking and the cleaning right. and that kind of stuff. Do the cooking, then. all sorts of work that you don't want to do in the in two thousand and five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, also I would say so. I mean, maybe you tell me if I've read too much into this. So when they when they name the robot, mm-hmm. the older girl calls him an andro, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah. And an andro, andro, and the little girl says what Andrew, and that's how he gets named now. I took that to be almost like a bit of a slur against the robot. Like, that's like a kind of oh, a right. racial slur to call them an andro. <laughs> and yeah. then I wrote here that because Sam Neill just laughs and goes, all right, yeah, we'll call him Andrew. It's a bit like if your grandma called the cat Blackie, isn't it? Right. Mm, I don't think so. No, I think you, you made... I you think, think I've made, made that up? Because <laughs> yeah. I kind yeah, of think... You it, have, I yeah. think... Move on, why next, would, why next would a point. small child be into, like, know the racial epithet yeah. for an, of a robot? Yeah. But if yeah. there's just a slang term for robots, oh, they're just like a, you know, skin yeah. job, or they just... What, you mean, a, like, android? No, she says andro. Because like also, a, like, like if, if you brought a cat home, a black cat, and your smallest child who's that young went, oh, let's call yeah. the cat a bad word... Oh, well, yeah. You wouldn't yeah. react to this like laugh. You'd be like, "Who? what has happened to my small child? Why is she talking yeah. like this? You know? Okay, well, I will counter by saying, number one, that the older girl in this is pretty much set up from the start to be a straight-up bitch, and she doesn't get any better throughout the whole film, number one. And number two, Sam Neill kind of is a bit... I mean, he's, he's treated as a thing, isn't he? The, the Andrew. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's, he's yeah. not a... You know, okay, well, maybe I'm reading into that. I mean, you are. we'll come, we'll come made, back to come slavery. Out from thin air, something there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'll be talking about slavery again later. So <laughs> don't worry, it's coming back up. Um, do you know? This... Do you know um, that? Do you know what H.P. Uh, Lovecraft's cat was called? What? I'm not going to say it here, but look it up. It's terrible. Oh, okay. Oh. Is it like the dog in uh, Dumbusters? Uh, it's probably worse than that. I don't know what yeah. the dog was called, but uh, oh yeah, the dog in d- that Lovecraft, causes all sorts of, of problems. Shit. Yeah, okay. 
Anyway, we'll move on. That was my fault. Um, yeah. Now, Andrew at this point does a thing that he only ever does one more time in the film, and it's probably the best thing that this robot can do, isn't it? Jump, jumps out of a window? No, a 3D oh. holographic presentation. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. We never see that again. You see it one you do more watch time. That, yeah. yeah, when he shows the wedding of the, the wedding daughter. Yeah. But like, oh, yes. if, yeah. if, this, if this could fucking do this, yeah. wouldn't you be doing this all, using it for this all the time? Well, presumably, they've got, like, a home entertainment system which does that shit better anyway, so... Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just was really impressed by this and thought, well, I can get why you'd want a robot now, because uh, this is a pretty cool presentation. Oh, I'd get one to cook for me. That's what you want it for. Yeah, true. I anyway, wouldn't have you... one to supply Robin Williams-style humour. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one, no one would have that. That'd be, like, bottom uh, of the list, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Of things yeah. you want from it. I mean, I'd send it straight back. Yeah, I'd, I'd take racist ahead of that, probably. Yeah, yeah actually, robot. I would, yeah. yeah. I'd take yeah. murderous yeah. racist robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a Westworld uh, robot gone mad trying to kill yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Rather than stupid non-jokes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, well, his presentation is basically the three laws of robotics. Uh, yeah. Can we all remember the three laws of robotics? Don't harm a human. Yep. Don't lie. Mm. No. Oh. No. Don't, Chris, do don't harm it? a human. Yes. Uh, look after your, uh, protect yourself unless it inf- conflicts with the first rule. Yeah, but you're, that's then, the third. What's the oh, second okay. rule? I've got, got it wrong. The, the second. So it's don't harm a human. Yeah. Do what a human says unless it conflicts with the first rule. Yeah, and then uh, protect yourself unless, unless it, it conflicts, conflicts with the, first the second two rules. and yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, there you go. It's a. Oh, it's a. Wow. It's a, it's a it's a good system. So yeah, they are a good system and a system that works well. Um, and also, I mean, ultimately, the film's not really about the three laws of robotics, is it? No, but they just no. want to. They, I think they just want to seat it in some sort of. Uh... Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, I mean, they want to. Yeah, um, and an, a, an important plot point here is that Andrew says, "Shall I turn my personality on or not?" Mm. And Sam Neill's like, "No, no, don't turn your personality on." But it's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because it feels to me that the film is saying that because he has his personality off, that's why he develops a real personality. This is a much deeper reading of this film than I was expecting. Oh, I've got I've got shitloads You've to say. You've gone deep here. I have. Well, it so sounds right, though. But, yeah. but don't you think that's kind of right, isn't it? Because yeah. the other robots you meet have personalities. Yeah. But because he hasn't had a personality, he kind of gets one. He grows his own. Yeah. Well, anyway, anyway. Um... Uh, and then you get the hilarious scene where the uh, lovely older daughter tells Andrew to commit suicide uh, and he smashes him, throws himself out of a window uh, and then he won't say uh, that he's been abused because he's not allowed to. Uh, and then they have a family <clears throat> meeting about it and the little girl goes, oh, did he try and kill you like he tries to kill, like she tries to kill me? Um, mm. and, uh, and this is when Samuel says, right, that's it. He's very expensive Mm. You, you keep you keep fucking with him. Let's treat him like a person. Mm. So then you might not break him, mm. which is kind of a weird thing to say. I haven't but... got problems with any of this. Well, I don't know what I don't. Why I, know, I don't really. I mean, I'm, I'm just presenting it. I mean, yeah, I'm yeah. just you know, I'm just presenting. <laughs> it. I'm not saying anything here. Um, There's I no think leaps it... going on here. No, I, I think it might Yet. have been more interesting. I would like to see a film where a robot is treated like a thing and treated right. badly. I think that might be quite short interesting. circuit too. Um, when those punks beat him up. True. Yeah. Just let me cry as a kid that did. Oh, bless. Hey, oh, that's not that's, that's a Ooh. phone. That's not my phone. 
I know. Oh. That's my mum's phone. <laughs> anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> your phone. Weird. That's all right. It's to answer creepy, it. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, she's got it now. All right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so we're on to part two, uh, and I've, t- I've named it One Likes the Children, Sir. That's what I've named it. That could have been the other opening quote I would have used. Um, so this is kind of where we see that um, Andrew gets his own personality uh, and because he does a bit of whittling and he likes some music. That's kind of the main uh, kind of keys to his personality, aren't they? Why are they all dressed like they're in the 19th century? Like the oh, straw hats and stuff. What's going on with the yeah, style of dress? I don't know. It's this um, 90s futurism which I, can't, I can't find quite interesting, actually, because it's like in the architecture and the way the house is. Mm. And they're obviously rich as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's like this, they've got this, uh, they can dress weirdly because they're rich. You know, it's like a Wes Anderson <laughs> film. Yeah, right. that's interesting. That's like, Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, do, do you guys know who that, you know, Little Miss, do you know who she's played by as a child? No. No. It's uh, Hayley Eisenberg, who mm-hmm. is Jesse Eisenberg's sister. Ah, yeah, she does look like her. Yeah. Oh, she just looks like her, actually. Yeah, no, you said it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Their mother was a professional clown who performed at children's <laughs> birthday parties in their hometown of New Brunswick, New Jersey, for 20 years. Mm. So, uh, like, uh, like Shia LaBeouf's background as well. Exactly the same. Oh, is it? Oh. His dad was a clown. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And he's a clown now. <laughs> for very different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. If you um, watch Honey Boy, it's uh, it's all in there. It's a good movie. Oh, is it? Yeah, I've heard that is good actually. Weird, What's that? Right? Yeah, Honey, Honey Boy. Boy. It's like a autobiographical film where he plays his dad in it. It's really good. Mm. I think it's no, the best I film heard. I saw last year actually. Oh, oh, wicked! You didn't say that on the podcast. It's not a sci-fi. Oh, the is year it? one. Oh no, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um. Anyway, so as I say, uh, Andrew's getting. A personality. So Sam uh, Sam Neil's like, right, let's get him back to the manufacturers. But why? Why does he take him back to manufacturers because of this? Because he's making uh, he's making art. It but, is a strange, strange reason to go back, isn't it? Though. Yeah, because he doesn't uh, want a refund, and he doesn't want yeah, to chat. He could just have no, a phone call, he, couldn't he? He, he says exactly. He says no. He goes, well, that a phone call isn't a very good film scene, is it? But going <laughs> going Suppose. going. <laughs> Could have been a holographic phone call. <laughs> the the premise of the whole film is that he's being the robot is showing human traits. Yeah. So there needs to be a scene where someone has discovered that and is telling that to people who don't believe it, and that is the boss True. of the company. It just seems like now, he's asking for trouble though by going back, doesn't it? Well, this oh is yeah, I mean we can all see trouble again. We're talking about the plot of a movie. Yeah. Now <laughs> I think this is one of the first points where the film derails itself quite seriously now yeah. the, the the guy that runs the company says first he's like oh all right do you want a refund do you want, it, do you want the money about all this and sam was like no i'm just telling you isn't it cool you know and he says now hold on a minute that if this is doing this thing this robot's got personality no mm-hmm. robots have ever done that before these robots are in houses with children all across the country yep. we need to get that robot back find out what's wrong with it lock this shit down and lock this shit down. And Sam Neill's just like, no, I bought it, it's mine, you're not touching it. Now, I'm pretty sure, mm. we're not, you know, like the other day, there was a period of time recently where all the humus 
was withdrawn hummus. from hummus was withdrawn from all the supermarkets. Sorry, what it, the hummus? Well, was? we are hummus. We are talking right, about okay, hummus. Yeah, okay, yeah hummus cool. from all the supermarkets because it's all made in one place. <laughs> just checking. Right. Just okay, checking. yeah, I'm, I'm talking managed. about hummus. <laughs> all right, <laughs> I've moved us onto hummus. All okay. the hummus was withdrawn from all the supermarkets right. because it's all made by one man, one person. Yeah. You know, one place. Is this Not real? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about... <laughs> What's I'll get happening, to, Alex? So in all... It, like, in Sainsbury's Tesco's, all of one them... One man had, makes all the hummus in no, the world. No, one, one company. Right, okay. But in Tesco's, their hummus is from one company. So right, okay. all got withdrawn, right? Yeah. So no one had any hummus, right? Okay. okay. Now, that's just hummus. If this robot... <laughs> <laughs> was doing what it's doing yeah, do you yeah. not think there would be a huge recall of all these robots to just check that they wouldn't do it again well this is uh, the, the data problem isn't this, it this is it you yeah. know like on his first mission he'd have been decommissioned and never built again yeah and, and don't you think the company kind of have a point to say Sam Neill you're being a little bit irresponsible to yeah, just you go think in the contract, I'm not bothered be, by this you think they'd have a thing in the contract that say actually if it if it does these particular like things it doesn't matter what you think your rights are who your lawyer is we we have to take him back legally because he's yeah. a threat yeah you're right um yeah but I don't think they'd have this is the the point is right this story was written way back 76 the, not that old. before hummus before hummus <laughs> yeah but yeah and yeah, yeah, <laughs> and uh, I mean, in the basics, it's like it has to exist in a world where people don't foresee this happening. Mm. That mm. that is the premise. <laughs> I mean, I think what the film seems to say is we've got the three laws of robotics, so he's not going to be dangerous. But unfortunately, watching this, I mean, even when this film was made, nineteen ninety nine, there'd been enough crazy killer robot films for the audience to be a little bit suspicious by a robot that now is doing something it shouldn't have done. Mm. Like, I think maybe the film should have. Yeah, but this is an, this is a, this is an ET film. This is about robot being nice. It's not about, it's not alien. So do you, what, what do you think would really happen in this situation with this robot? Exactly what we're seeing now. I think in in the real world now, in the real world world we live in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Would he be recalled? Uh, they, they would. They? they would be a recall. Yeah. Just turn him off. Yeah. And yeah. all of the robots. Oh yeah, they'd all be on. They'd all be on a cloud anyway, so they'd just turn him off. Yeah. They'd all. And they'd and cite all the uh, Humphrey Hummus clause as the. Yeah, the Hummus. It. Yeah. That's all they say. That that's famous law case. The Humphrey Hummus. Humphrey versus yeah. Hummus. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm glad you agree that the film is kind of being a little bit. I mean, so Chris, are you saying it's because it was written a long time ago that the that the plot kind of ignores this greater, bigger world issue. Not so much. It's because it's trying to... It's it's got an idea that it wants to talk about mm. and it has to jettison some other ideas to do yeah. that. So do it has you, to exist in a world where people wouldn't have foreseen it. Do you not think it would have been better if Sam Neill had just kept this to himself and not gone back to the people that made it and told them what was going on? <sighs> no, because it has. there has to be a moment where there's the... I like the character of the guy who runs the robot. Oh yeah, he's great. Because he, you need that pig-headed version of humanity. Because Sam Neill is is showing the nice side of humanity. Mm. Yeah, you need to show the other side, the the slave owner side. Mm. Well, Sam Neill's a slave owner, really. But I was waiting to see where like the the companies like Black Ops come and storm the house and try and get it back. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if it was made now, that would probably be what would happen. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, p- part three, dead sperms and piano playing. Um, sperms? So dead sperms oh, and dead piano sperms, playing. Yeah, 
Yep, they talk about dead sperms, don't worry. Yep. Uh, so anyway, Sam Neill says, I'm going to teach you about everything. Uh, you're unique, I'm going to teach you everything. And I, 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 I didn't get this. Obviously, Chris, he teaches him how to make clocks because that's what he did. I didn't get that, I have to say. So thank you for clarifying that, Chris. Um, but he, weirdly, there's a whole scene where he just starts telling him about sex for some reason. Hmm. Well, it's because he's giving him tutorials on just the birds and the beans and everything else. I th- I think it's just we happen in the film to see about the sex. Ep- but you the could miss that out, couldn't you? I think it'd be low down on my list of things to do. You could miss that out if later on in the film he doesn't have to have a relationship. I feel like there's an agenda here because, Chris, you've got a very level head about this film in ways that about a lot of films... I think we need to. I think I've never heard you be this kind of pro a film. Yeah, but he's very, like, making excuses for it. Yeah. I'm just seeing seeing logic where you're not seeing it. That's all I'm saying. I think that there is a huge agenda. There's massive issues with it in just, like, the style of how it's made. I've got uh, well, problems with, but yeah. the actual Plot. the nuts and bolts of it, I don't have a problem with at all. Well, I think this introduction, <laughs> as you say, the nuts, wow. the nuts and bolts. Uh, I think it's very important for this film to bring in sex now because yeah. I think sex seems to become quite a big issue to yeah. Andrew, uh, maybe a bit of a weirdly big issue to him. It'd be a better on. film without it, wouldn't it? I think. I think so. I don't really see why we need to hear this bit yeah. about it yeah. uh, and it also Sam Neill reveals that uh, he says ideally sex should feel good for both parties I don't know mm. what he's trying to say there about his wife and he also admits that they don't have sex very much anymore now I would argue to Sam Neill if he fucking spent less time teaching the robot about <laughs> sex he could have sex with his wife because the robot would be doing all the cooking and cleaning it's true I you mean don't, don't you think well, don't you think maybe the wife I mean I'm not being sexist but don't you think maybe the someone now has to do all the jobs that Andrew was doing don't they the, the, the original wife does never actually um, sort of express any sort of love for the robot does she no she hates it yeah don't you think maybe Sam Neill got the robot so she could go and have a career and now he said no I've got to teach the robot about sex and whittling so you can go and do the cleaning now do you not maybe think there's a weird agenda here <laughs> I mean his relationship overall with the robot's weird isn't it all the way through yeah, There's something odd going weird. on with Sam Neill and the robot. Yeah, there is a lot going on. Um, Perhaps what would you seen sex scene early on. Perhaps he's teaching about it for a reason. He's like saying all this and going, and also sometimes there's love between a man and a man. <laughs> and I've noticed you've got an anatomically correct hole back there. Yeah, you need it for your for the power. Let, let me. Oh, you're creaking a bit. Let me get the lubricant. <laughs> Dear. What would you What would you teach Andrew? Everyone. What would you teach him? Hmm. I would probably get him to use that 3D projector a bit more because I think it's really cool. I'd teach him to open a hummus factory because there's only one in the whole world. I'd make a killing. I could <laughs> undercut that guy, couldn't I, with my robot-enhanced hummus. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Chris, what would you? What lessons would you be teaching, Andrew? Um, probably like some sort of combat training. Oh, <laughs> useful to protect the uh, family. Yeah. No, I'd just uh, I'd just get him to do all the shit jobs. There wouldn't be any. I'd I'd keep him at slave level. Oh, you wouldn't be bothering further. You wouldn't encourage it, yeah. No, no. 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 This bank be... on. This one's got a brain. I want one that's stupid and a slave, please. Yeah, I just shoot <laughs> it in the head straight away, and then I yeah. go. I want the automaton version, please. Yeah. I Tell can't be having these conversations every night. It's sending me mental. <laughs> it's true. I mean, I get like guilty asking um, Google things sometimes. Yeah. Imagine the emotional burden of having that thing around the house. Yeah. yeah, constantly asking you questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um. 
So time passes. Uh, there's a nice bit where they play the piano and, and Little Miss turns into bigger Little Miss. And uh, there's a pretty cool futuristic car in this scene. Uh, do you know what that car is when the man <clears throat> turns up outside? Do you know what that car is? A Fiat Punto. <clears throat> it's a car from Demolition Man. Oh. Nice. Yeah, because I was like, that is a really cool car. And it's just a car from Demolition Man. You can tell it's just literally... It. <clears throat> them sort of prop cars you can tell yeah. they're at the edge of their capabilities like when they open a door and it's all literally <laughs> flop, flopping around yeah do you yeah. think they're explicitly set in the same world then and oh, that somewhere would be else amazing is a, that would be... a swear machine and all that business going on i don't know what year demolition Man... i think actually no isn't demolition man set in like 2018 or 2019 or something is it oh god that's... i think it was one of the <laughs> films we could have done because it was the same year uh... i think it is so yeah, we, yeah, they might be heading towards a Demolition Man future in no twenty thirty two. Oh, okay, past the time. Oh, yeah, past the time. Maybe it is. It's on the way to Demolition Man. This film. Yeah. So, so his mm. car is obviously some really retro. Uh, like it's like having like a like a Cadillac or something. Because mm. it's really old yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, Andrew learns how to make clocks, uh, and he decides they go and see the lawyer, their mm. lawyer Bill. Because Andrew wants to have a bank account and no robot has ever had a bank account ever in the history of the world ever. Hmm. No. Now, this is one of the points. So now to first off, right, this robot is the first robot ever to have a personality. Now, Hmm. assuming that no one found out about that, that the company Hmm. kept it quiet, right? Hmm. If... If he goes to see a lawyer and they change the law so that Andrew can have a bank account, that changes the law of the whole country, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. So do you not think that at this point people might start to learn about Andrew's existence? They don't change the law for him to have a bank account, do they? Yes, they they have to. They They have to change the law of of the whole of the United States of America for him to have a bank account. So what you're saying then, all that other stupid robots could have bank accounts? I'm just saying that this is one of the times, and there are about seven other times in this film, where mm. the world would be aware of Andrew's existence. Yeah, I don't think it's a case that he's a secret. Just, I don't think it's a problem. But do you not think it's odd that <clears> Andrew <throat> remains relatively unfamous? It's true, yeah. yeah. And then um, this is one of the smallest times when he changes the world. Yeah. This is a small one. Later yeah. on, he he does things that literally <laughs> would make lot, yeah. him the most famous person on the yes. planet. I mean, he's strangely unmolested, isn't he? Considering what he's doing. I mean, you place, could yeah. you could argue that we're just seeing like one side of the life. Well, Be- I would we're say we're seeing that- the important side and not the the the, the celebrity side. Uh, Again, you're what I would say, isn't there, I think, Chris, you're adding what I would say, too much credit. Well, what I'd I'd say the opposite. I'd say because again, this film is trying to talk about issue A. It mm. can't talk about issues B, C, D, E, E. You know, it can't talk about everything. Yeah, that's it's trying film. to It's trying to no. nail one thing. Yeah, but you can still give a credible reason why events are as they are, rather than introduce right. all these things that make you think, well, hang on, why is it like this? Why is it like that? Yeah, well, it isn't affecting my enjoyment so far. I just think that the film... Does he have money in the film? <laughs> is he got a meeting with Christopher Columbus next yeah, week? Yeah, something's the, going uh, on. <laughs> the, the bit I can't... I found a bit funny is like how because that legal like to get that law change would probably take like decades. Yeah, oh, it would. Yeah, yeah. No, I just 
I, I feel this is one of the the many, many, many instances in this film where the film wants to tell this small story about a robot and it's kind of ignoring that his actions are changing the fabric of humanity and the whole of the world society. Mm. And I kind of think it's a bit stupid of the film just to kind of glaze over the fact that, again, why not just have every every transaction for the clock is in cash and he just keeps the cash in a vault in his house or something? Yes. Why does he need to go to a lawyer and get the laws of, of the whole of the planet changed so that robots <laughs> can have fucking bank accounts? Like, it's so odd. I just think it's really odd. Anyway, um... I've thought a lot about this film. Yeah, uh, as you can I think tell. I'm coming down like kind of middle of like I'm not going to give it all the breaks that Chris is, but but likewise I've not thought about it quite as deeply as you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, fair enough. Anyway, they get a bank account. They go and see Dennis again, uh, and there's that funny bit where uh, it turns out that Andrew makes more a month than the head of the company of robots yeah. makes in a year so people that? Must... i don't really understand selling yeah. clocks what's going no, on there? people people must fucking love clocks in this future basically like yeah that's very odd isn't it and like is the implication that he's making like just lots of them that's not like a fast robot he's not doing like a very fast <laughs> or again thing, if they're there for, if they're just super art pieces so he's literally yeah. selling for like yeah. half a million I each know. i don't know um Anyway, uh, and yeah, I mean, we, we've I've, I've kind of there's a, there's the beginnings of basically the love story here that little Miss, uh, who is now older. Oh yeah, uh, one she, thing about that aging thing—they really fucking don't know how old they get. Oh god, because yeah. little Miss looks about thirty years young, older than a big sister in that first one. Yeah, doesn't she? And then like when they yeah. start bringing the next generations, they all look the older ones look younger than the young ones, and all sorts of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad, mate. Right, Miss. Yeah. Uh, she seems to be in love with Andrew, doesn't she? But Andrew doesn't really get it. Um, and so she gets married to a man that she's not happy about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, Sam, Neil and him have a little sad moment, don't they? Him, her, him and Andrew watch a projection of them dancing. and Weird that you know, bit. Yeah, it's weird. Um, part five, 12 years a robot, I've written. Uh, 12 years <laughs> later... <laughs> 12 years later, he's on the beach and he's like, I want to be free now. <laughs> and uh, Little Miss says, well, you are free because, you know, you could do what you want. And he makes the very interesting and true point that ultimately he is free. But if they ever told him to do something, he'd have to do it. Therefore, he's not really free. Mm. Um, now, again, I circle back. Do you think that there's maybe a story? Is it maybe about America's treatment of black slaves, do you think? Or am I reading into it too much? Do you think that's an element of this? I think not because of Sam Neill's reaction to him wanting to go free. Yeah. Uh, if it was a story about slaves and stuff, <clears throat> yeah, I think it'd be a bit odd how he reacts. Like, you know, the way he's like, sort of like, well, you can't live here anymore. You've got what yeah. you wanted. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of it kind of like turns to like a bad guy. Yeah. Well, I does, think it's it? it's a little bit more nuanced in the sense of it's it's like someone saying. You know, it's like someone breaking up with someone and saying, "No, I don't want to be your friend. Fuck off." Yeah, yeah. But even though, like, like the, but but the robot repeatedly says that's not the case. And, like, I'll still live here. Yes, I know, but that you, that that still stands. That still, you know, that would still happen. Well, I don't think. I think, I, th- I think his reaction to that is very juvenile, and that anybody else mm. would be like, "Well, yeah, clearly, if we're going to give this thing the ability to think, it's going to want to not mm. be technically a slave." Mm. But I'm not going to kick it out of my house because he's all right here. Nothing, nothing's really gone wrong, you know. Yeah. I also wondered, because he just builds a house on that beach, doesn't he? 
I mean, um, yeah. Yeah. the planning does procedures. Own, in... Does he own that beach? Yeah, what the fuck? Like, just you can't just build a house on a beach. Just is See, that I part of their they, land? What's like... not mentioned is they actually like oh they're actually like the kings of America. It feels like that, yeah. doesn't it? It feels I, I like they're that super they succeeded rich. from it in a way. Like they've got their yeah. own private yeah. state or something. Yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. I think they're like insanely rich. Um, uh, I've written here, how can there be another hour of this film at this point? Because <laughs> <laughs> it does kind of feel like that's the end of the film in a weird way, doesn't it? Because basically at this point, you go flash forward another 16 years, Little Miss goes to tell Andrew that Sam Neill's dying. They meet up. And Sam Neill says, I was wrong. I should have just yeah. given you your freedom. And it is quite a nice it is quite a nice moment, but that kind of is no. the end of that story in a way, isn't it? I mean, to be honest, as much as the rest of this film is utter horseshit, I'm still grateful for it because if this was this was just all the film was, over two hours, it'd be even worse, I think. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? Do you like this part of this section, part one of the film? Is ending now. Are you happy with part I, I one? Could or do do without, I could do without so much of part one. Oh, okay. I don't need the wedding. No. Um, it is confusing that he falls in, that there's a love story with the first Little Miss and then there's yeah, that's, the granddaughter. That, I, I that's probably jettison that. I mean, that's honest. the worst, most problematic bit of the whole thing, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Because he yeah. is still like a quite a basic robot at that point. Yeah. No, it's true. Have you missed the bit where he gets that whole conversation where she's like talking about falling in love with him? It just doesn't ring true. No, that's odd. Sorry, Sam. Have you missed the bit where he gets the upgrade to his facial features and stuff? No, we're not up to that yet. This is ridiculous. Oh, Oh, right. Okay, sorry. So, anyway, part six (laughs) sucks to be us. Six. Part six. Yeah, there's a lot of parts in this film. Anyway, so uh, again. Uh, Andrew goes to, to be us. <laughs> he goes to see his lawyer again to sue the company to find yeah. out the information about when the end, where the other NDRs are. Another yeah. lawsuit that would make him insanely famous that would be huge news. Mm. Again, would mean the media would be after this thinking robot, the only yeah. one that exists in the whole planet. Again, yeah. the film ignores it. We don't need. I to think this should be more of a courtroom drama, like uh, yeah. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. <laughs> Because yeah. that's essentially what we're dealing with here, isn't it? It's the same story. That would be great because he could start off really dumb and really like yeah. misinterpreting. And then as he got yeah. cleverer, he yeah, would be, be like... basically a lawyer. <laughs> a lawyer. Yeah, that'd be a really cool film. Oh, yeah, yeah let's remake it. There you go. Um, anyways, because then you could have some classic like Micahs and Vinny shit going down with him in the <laughs> court. Yeah, I know. I'd like that. I would watch that film. Bicentennial Man 2, The Trial. Uh, no, no, it needs to be like my cousin and, uh, Andy, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> yeah. My cousin Andrew. Yeah. Um, so he travels the world um, and he meets a grumpy uh, baseball robot that looks like him. Uh, that's way later on, isn't it? No, no. No, he searches, he goes around the world searching for the models. Ten oh, years. Now, is it? Right, okay. Yeah, we're yeah. at this point. So it's been another right. ten years. He's looking around the world uh, and he goes loads to. Loads of a... dead ones, loads of just. Like Those are dead boring, ones. Yep. boring yep. basic ones, basic bitches. But don't worry, because he goes to a market in San Francisco <sighs> and he sees a sexy lady robot. Kill me. R-E-S-B-E-C-T and she dances. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And for some reason, Andrew's uh, consciousness and his uh, intelligence has also imbued heterosexuality into him. Because uh, yeah. he sees a lady robot and he fancies her, he's not gay, for God's sakes. Come no, on. no, 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 no. Um, Chris, did you uh, did you notice where this uh, lady robot was in? What the film she's in? Uh, yep. 
Well, go on then. Uh, Independence Day. Yeah. 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 Anyway, uh, now just as annoying this as she's in that. She is. I mean, she's, she's a the annoying most woman, annoying friend, character. She's unbearable. Ever. And the fact that other characters realise that doesn't make it any less annoying. No, no, it doesn't. And I think it is a good twist that he thinks that he's found a robot with a personality, yeah. as in a real personality, but actually it's just that her chip is turned on. Yeah. And that's it. I think that's a clever twist, but then they yeah. should have moved on, but we don't move on. We stay there. Um, I thought the again, way it should have gone was that, that he did marry her and it was a commentary, commentary on like California like airhead women and he, he's like unsat, <laughs> unhappy in his marriage 20 years and he meets his own again yeah. and he's like oh yeah I should yeah. have gone with this, yeah. this yeah. blonde you know um, my question here so so we meet Rupert Oliver Platt and Oliver Brilliant. Platt has uh, this is where it takes off for me this film it takes off okay. <laughs> this punches it punches Fair into enough. a new new okay. realm well, okay. okay well he is upgraded Galatia, Galatia, whatever she's called. Galatea. Galatea. Galatea, thank you. He's upgraded her so she can dance. I'm putting air quotes around that. Uh, yeah. And his dad taught him, uh, and they wanted I to mean, make advancements in human. I'm a bit worried about. I'm a bit worried about him actually. What is? <laughs> well, this is him. this is my question. Seriously, what <laughs> yeah. is up with him? Why did he do that to that robot? And what is he doing? Yeah. Like, I mean, he does make it clear at one point that he can't find love in the human realm, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm a bit like, you know, I'm that, a, big, that conversation about sex when Ron Williams gets weirdly into it about it going like oh it's though you visit the yeah. stars and you fly around the universe yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah, Oliver Platt's like yeah. oh, I wish I could have that yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit odd isn't it I mean I think Oliver Platt is doing everything he can to not make this character creepy but he's a kind of a creepy character isn't he he's a lovable character but and they did, they never went anywhere near him basically making a sex robot for himself so that's pretty good but it really seems but it like is he though, did isn't it? He has done make that. a sex yeah. robot i mean yeah, yeah i mean i don't know when he when he sort of shows him the technology of oh he can make like human looking limbs and stuff yeah i don't know why he's made a middle-aged man <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah. Well, also, I thought it would be good though if he'd said if he'd gone if Robin Williams existed in the world and like the robot mm. was like, oh, I want to look like my favourite actor. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be yeah. yeah. And Do then we're know, back uh, in court again because they get, <laughs> they get sued by Robin Williams. Uh, you know, we're just in and out of court. Yeah. <laughs> you know the head that you see when you see the yeah. head, and he's yeah. like, oh, look at my look at this yeah, yeah, modelling. Yeah. Do you know who that head is? Is it his uh, dad? He, it's Adam Bryant, who appears... Uh, he's Robin Williams' stand-in. He was right. Robin Williams' stand-in in 19 films between 1990 oh, and 2014. Nice. So That's he's nice Robin's... Uh, yeah, he's throwing yeah. him about. joke. Nice. But again, I don't know why you're making middle-aged men. Well, no, no, I, I assumed it was his, he was dead dad, so I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would make sense. Kept his head here, yeah. No, he like made like, a replica of him, because like, he's obviously yeah. a bit cracked, isn't he? But, mm. uh, yeah. Also, when they haggle over how old they're going to make... Uh, Andrew. That's weird. Yeah. They settle on 42. Yeah. Uh, Robin Williams was actually 48 when this film was released, so mm. he was being nice to himself. Again, why does so. he give a shit how old he is? I don't know. Why did he have I that scene? Know. I don't well, know. You know, it's a bit weird. if you're going to choose your look, it, it's a discussion. No, yeah, but they, like, they haggle over it, don't they? And, like, I don't think Oliver Platt should have any saying it at all. It should be like, well, it's your face. I can make <laughs> well, any face of... you want. They kind of try and get out of it, don't they, by 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 Oliver Platt saying, "Oh, yeah, what makes you look really human is all the bumps and the imperfections and the yes. weirdness." Yeah, yeah, yeah. As in, I'm going to make you look ugly yeah. like Robin Williams, but don't worry bit, about it. Yeah, it's a bit of a diss, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a leap of like because at one point it's just massaging some play doh. 
yeah. And then yeah. it cuts and it's Robin Williams' <laughs> face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, um, well, this guy's actually like a really good artist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, part seven, Little Miss Dead. That's what I've called it. Uh, Andrew goes to see Little Miss and she gets upset because it's not Little Miss. It's it's Little Miss's granddaughter who weird. just happens to look exactly the same and also happens to fall in love with a robot. It's weird. So, and that's weird, isn't it? I thought they were going to get into cloning with this because they're identical. I thought she's going to go, oh, it's a clone. But she just, yeah. isn't it, a, like, explanation is, oh, sometimes the likeness skips a generation. Yes, they do try and explain it. Also, yeah. what I thought was really weird is that why can't Andrew just have a relationship with Little Miss, even though she's old? Why does he need to have a relationship with a 20-year-old? He craves the young flesh. Well, <laughs> it feels a little bit like that, doesn't it? I mean, it's kind it's of true, odd. It's like, oh, no one will believe this film with Robin Williams as a robot if he has sex with an mm. old woman, but if he's having sex mm. with a young woman, that's fine. His progression like, is from, like, robot into, like, creep, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I would agree. <laughs> uh, the other thing I thought was hilarious about this is that the... Um, what's it's there? Her son is there. So mm. the granddaughter's dad, who is played by... Oh, he's a really good actor. I really like him. Where is he? Uh, Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford from Get Out is, is... Oh, yeah, he's good. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Portia's dad. So Little Miss's son. And he stands outside the room in the hospital while Little Miss is dying. Yeah. And she literally dies... And no one goes outside to get the, her son to tell her to tell him his mum's dead. Yeah, but his mum's just died. Maybe you might. <laughs> I don't think we really care more about Robin Williams being upset than his son. Yeah, that annoyed me actually. But he makes it all about himself there, doesn't he? Instantly. Yeah. And he also dead, says, and also he says when he says, "Oh, people have." To, someone says, "Oh, people have to die." He says, "That won't do." Like. Like yeah. that, this could have taken a really weird turn where he starts I mean, making. He's like, learning some things very slowly, isn't he? What the people die? Yeah, yeah. Really, that people yeah. die at people age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He doesn't get yeah. that at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, what do we all think? Now, Robin Williams is basically Robin Williams. What do we think of his performance? Because yeah. I think the effects and everything are quite good when he's a robot, and I think he does a good job. But now he's just yeah. Robin Williams. Do you think? I he's thought the be- effects of like where they put the head on the body and all that. Was oh good. yeah. No, they're really. I think. I mean, I'm, I am being mean about this film, but the effects. I mean, we're I not. I'm good. not questioning any of like the technological side of what I'm seeing in this film. No, it all looks good, doesn't it? Again, Sam, it all, it all looks good, especially when they get into like the biological like organs and stuff. Yeah, I think it, it, it's it looks really good. I think no, it I all think kind so. of works. No, I, I agree. But do you think that Robin Williams now he's just him? Do you mm. think his performance suffers? Because I felt a little bit like he just kind of goes into the Robin Williams mode a bit more. You know, well, he's. He's he's a little bit like you know like the island like they're being seventeen year olds. Mm, yeah, he's a bit like it, that. It's a bit like that. He just gets he does more of the so, kind of fast so tracks. It's and... kind of problematic in the sense that he's got the sense of humour of a moron. <laughs> I mean that's a bit harsh. He's not a moron, <laughs> is he? Well, that yeah, far. but you know it's not it's not developed. He's, uh, yeah, he's got the sense of humour of Robin Williams in any yeah. Rob Williams film. Yeah. Like Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah. Patch Adams, etc., yeah, yeah. etc. Yeah. Et yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I mean, I like so, the guy, but he's he's shit films. Like his entire <laughs> like every film he ever made, pretty much was awful. I like uh, Good Will Hunting. It's good. Uh, it? Hey, do you want to do a quiz that involves Robin Williams films? Yeah, go yeah, on, do then. it. Okay, it's a Robin Williams rating system. Do you remember how to play those? 
Um, the, the up and down Rotten Tomatoes thing. Yep. So I say the character Robin Williams played in the year. Yeah. You get a point for the film. Yeah. And then you get like if you say it got more or less on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Yeah. So so I would so the starting point is Popeye, nineteen eighty. You put the Price is Right music over this, right, Sam? I will do, yes. Yeah, Yeah. don't worry. So, right, Popeye, Popeye, 1980. That was 61 on Rotten Tomatoes, so... That's such an odd film. We'll go to Chris. Uh, Adrian Crewnow in 1987. (laughs) Uh, Lower. What's the film? What's the film? These are all very oh. famous Robin Williams films. I only oh, sorry. That's, 1987. That's mm. Adrian... I'd say Good Will Hunting. It, no, it's, it's good, it's good oh. Morning Vietnam. Is that higher or oh. lower? Yeah. Uh, higher. Yeah, 90%. Okay. Yeah. Sam, Peter Pan, 1991. Book. Yes. Is lower, that higher definitely. or lower? Lower. His name yes, wasn't... It wasn't it Peter Panning? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Uh, that was 26%. Okay, 1992, Genie, Chris. What's oh, that? God. Oh, uh, that's Aladdin. Yeah. And I'd say that's higher. Damn right, 95 on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, 1993. See, these got easier. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> uh, What's that? <laughs> Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, that's Mrs. Doubtfire. Is it higher or lower than uh, than? Um, Impossible as it sounds, I'm going to say lower than 95%. It is lower, yes, Sam. It's 72%. Okay. 1995, Alan Parrish. Is that Goodwill Hunting? No. Oh. It's, it's Jumanji. Is that higher uh, or lower than yeah, yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire? I forgot, isn't that? I'd say lower. It is lower uh, at uh, 54. Okay. Uh, 1996, Jack Powell, Sam. Oh, fuck me. Is that Jack? It is Jack. Well done. Lower, that- lower, lower, lower. That has 18%. Yeah, on, I've not uh, seen that. It's supposed to be... He's a, he's it plays is a, dreadful. Yeah, it's supposed to be very, very bad. Is uh, he playing like a, like a juvenile yeah, person in that? Yeah, he's he has, fast. Yeah. And he's like, he's like 110 at his graduation at the end. And it's awful. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 1997, Professor Philip Brannard. Yeah, that's good we're hunting, right? I, I know that. I, no, I think this is Flubber, isn't it? It is. Weirdly, oh, I, I, I was I was looking at this before we started that was recording. A steal Flubber. from yeah. Sam. Although I'll pass it back to Chris. Is Flubber higher or lower than Jack at eighteen percent? Uh, higher. It is higher. Well done. It's twenty four percent. Okay, Oof, Sean gosh. Maguire, nineteen ninety seven. Sam, is that good? hunting? Yes, it is Goodwill Hunting. <laughs> we finally got there. Is Goodwill Hunting higher or lower than Flubber at 24%? Oh, people love that shit. Higher. Yes, 97%. Madness. Okay, so Chris, don't worry, you've got an easy one. Hunter Patch Adams, 1998. <laughs> Patch Adams. That is Patch Adams. And is it higher or lower than lower, Goodwill Hunting? Lower. Yes, of course it is. Uh, Andrew Martin, 1999, Sam. Oh, it's this, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Bicentennial Man, yep. Yeah. Now, is Bicentennial Man higher or lower than Patch Adams at 22%? Um, I'm going to say higher. It is, 36%. Well done. Doctor No, 2001, Chris. It's a film we've done on this list. It got quite a high rating. Doctor it's No. A, it's more of a cameo than a main role. Doctor No. Doctor No. K-N-O-W. They go and see Oh, him. I know, I know, I know. It's kind of, the story is very similar to Bicentennial yeah. Man, really. Yeah. 
I don't know. AI. Uh, it's AI. Well done, oh. Sam. Chris, is that higher or lower than 36% Bicentennial Man? Higher. higher. It is higher. Well done. And the last one, Teddy Roosevelt, 2006. He played this character three times. Oh, God. Anyone? Is this for, is this for me? You could, anyone could call out. Who did he, Night what? at the Museum. Well done, Chris. He played it three times uh, in 2006, 2009, 2014. The first night at the museum in 2006, is that higher or lower than 74% AI? Lower. It is lower, Chris. Well done. Yeah, I think that was a draw. I think they get progressively lower, don't they, the three films? They must do. Uh, no, they get progressively higher. 43, oh, right. 45, and 47 for the last one. That's really weird, isn't it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm glad that I'm not of the age where I was young and that my heyday oh, Sam, of movies what? was that. Yeah. What, Night in the Museum? Yeah. Yeah. You know what you know you mean you know that sort of movie were coming out if you're like that's for yeah. you. Yeah. They, they're kind of cruddy, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, back to the film. Andrew says, "I'm going to be human, so I am going to build internal organs that are bionic okay. and they will work in me and they will work in humans." Uh yeah. and he does this, so yet again he changes the entire fabric of the world. Again, for the, what, fourth time at this point. I mean, there's no way that this wouldn't make him famous, is there? No. At this point, people would know who the fuck he was when he made bionic organs that literally saved... He's now like Elon Musk as well. Yeah, he saves like billions of lives with what he's done. It is weird that you... He's just sort of... I mean, every other every scene in this, he just sort of arrives in the scene, doesn't he? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And explains what's happening. Just the guy, yeah. yeah. He's just some like bloke. I've got a new point. upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and as Chris said, I think there's some pretty good effects here. Let's um, go and kiss the grand granddaughter. Yes. Great granddaughter. He goes and takes his broken Taxi. record player to her because <laughs> she has the only job in the world to fix that record player, which is a bit ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Uh, Too much time on her hands. Yeah. He says he wants to be kissed for the sake of science. I mean, yeah. I think. I think Sam's a bit right. He's kind of becomes a bit of a pushy, kind of yeah. bit of a weirdo at this point. Got- I mean, it's also very problematic when you consider that, like, he raised that woman's great-grandmother or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And they look yeah. a bit similar. Like, it's a bit it's a bit weird. Yeah. Do you think this is about... I think it's a commentary on, you know how, like, rich families like to keep it in the family and so they all, like, <laughs> yes, marry each other's cousins and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, originally, it was planned. This film was planned with Tom Hanks starring and Wolfgang Peterson directing. Mm. Also, Tim Allen was considered for the role, <laughs> but but turned it down because of Galaxy Quest. Can you imagine Tim Allen doing this? Like, it'd be a very different film, wouldn't it? It would be. I don't very, think it would be that different. I think it'd be it more would. zany. I don't yeah, think he could do the. Tim romance. Allen can't be as like, especially the bit at the start in the Android. There's no way. I actually Tim think Allen the jokes that. would be better. Oh, it's a, uh, I they're think terrible. I think Tom Hanks, it would have been a better just, film. Hang on, did you just say that the jokes would be better with Tim Allen in it? I think they would, because I think he's... That's literally the first time anyone's ever said that. <laughs> Go on, I sorry. Just don't, I've never connected with Robin Williams' humour. But Tim Allen, you have. What the fuck? I, <laughs> listen, the way oh, Tim Allen can do... Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's terrible, but... I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Have I ever brought up Tim Allen's forum on here? Have I mentioned that before? <laughs> no. no. He's got his own. Like, there's a fan forum, and he posts on it loads. And he's like, he's a crackpot. He's like into conspiracy and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'd heard that. Yeah. And he talks yeah. to like all his fans stuff about like how oh you know this and that's coming. He's he's nuts. He's mental. Well, now Chris will be on there. 
yeah. saying, hey, do you know what? You should have taken Bicentennial Man. It would have been better with you in it. Tim should say that. Tell him. He'd be happy with that. He'd be he really be. happy. Yeah. Uh, there's a funny bit when... Uh, well, there's a bit when... Uh, I've, I've missed it out, but there's a bit when uh, Robert, when Andrew drills... What's her name? Galatea? He drills her head, doesn't he, basically? He removes her personality oh, yeah, chip. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she becomes just like really angry and tells... Uh, and says to Rupert, near as I can tell you, I'm doing your bitch work, which is yeah, really, yeah, really yeah. weird. I mean, it's kind of funny. I, and then it basically, uh, Rupert has to go back and beg uh, Robin Williams' character to put the chip back on because he can't stand. But who would ever have that chip in a robot? like that? Well, that's of... it. Unless there is some weird sex thing going on. Aggressively grumpy chip. Yeah. But some people would like that. Yeah. That's what I mean. That's what he's into, isn't it? That's his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're at part nine and I've written here. <laughs> It was all just about a robot wanting to have sex. <laughs> and I think that really, Bicentennial Man really is just all about a robot wanting to have sex. As Sam, right. has, Sam has already mentioned, this is the speech. I will read it in its entirety. This is the speech Andrew gives about sex. Uh, he says, he says oh, what, what, you know what they say about it? And Rupert says, what do they say? And Andrew says, that you can lose yourself, everything, all boundaries, all time, that two bodies become, can become so mixed up that they don't know who's who or what's what. And just when the sweet confusion is so intense, you think you're going to die. You kind of do, leaving you alone in your separate body. But the one you love is still there. That's a miracle. You can go to heaven and come back alive. You can go back any time you want with the one you love. That's how he describes sex. I want to know, who, who's the they in that? Who told him that? Sam Neill told him that. Well, he's obviously re- he's read all the literature on it. On the sex? I mean, mm. have you ever heard the sex described like that before? He's no, all read, no, he's I... read all the Jane Austen. No, I haven't. I feel like if you're getting close to dying and coming back, that's a particular brand of sex <laughs> that people like... Yeah. Um, what's the guy who killed Bill? David Carradine used to practice. You know, orange yeah. in the mouth, hanging in a wardrobe. Yeah, I think, oh, I think you're right there. Yeah. And, and this has all come from the fact that Rupert has said he can you're give him... You're just being romantic, you two, at this point. I think that could conceivably be explained that that speech well, you know what though I've just in literature end, there's a better end of this film is where like yeah. she comes home and finds him hanging in the wardrobe <laughs> trousers around his ankles orange pee in yeah. his mouth yeah. Yeah. Just, I, I did it written on the chest. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a load of double A batteries in his mouth yeah. <laughs> I mean this speech comes off the back of Rupert saying that he could give him another modification one that he could taste and eat things that sounds great. I would go for that. But also that he could give him a working penis. This comes. This speech is literally after the MC says, I could give you a working penis. I've got, um, got a question here. Yeah. Do you think he already had a penis that was non-functional? Perhaps. No. Maybe. Yeah. Why yeah. would he not just aesthetic? Because all the enhancements they do the first time round are just aesthetic. Yeah. So exactly. he would have said, I want a willy because I'm a man. Yeah. You know, he yeah. would have said it, wouldn't he? So. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, Portia's getting Which married. Which means it would have been a Platt's willy because that would have been the ideal thing just because <laughs> it was there. So it would have been, the they would have just it. cast it. Oh, God. I'm glad they didn't have the scene where they go like, oh, make it bigger or whatever. You know, that kind of scene. Yeah. They always oh, go like, yeah. This one? Oh, they totally would one. do that now. Oh, yeah. God. Tim Allen would have had that scene in. Oh? Yeah. Oh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dick. Anyway, yeah. uh, Portia's getting married. Uh, she's also in love with uh, Andrew. She's having an entire church restored for her wedding, the church her grandmother yeah, yeah. got married in. We're this dealing is... with 
top level gangsters here. They're yeah, very like rich people. Bloomberg level of rich, isn't it? I think you're right, Chris. I think these people like own America. Maybe that's I think why this is Andrew the doesn't get Trump famous. World, and <laughs> this is the Trump family. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you know, and you know that's the how they that... can get the laws changed because they literally just change yeah. the White House. Yeah, it might be. You know um, how the Android calls him Sir. Do you think he's actually a Sir? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Like maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Andrew says he loves Porsche. They kiss again. Mm. Uh, he's quite pushy, I think. Anyway, they end up having sex. Uh, Robin Williams shaved off his considerable body hair to play uh, Andrew. I just want you to know that. Okay. So when you're he's quite hairy, him, isn't he? In more Mindy, yeah. you see his hair, don't you? Over, over his vest, yep. and he's quite hairy. Yeah. Yep. When you're seeing him, he's yeah. not. He's been hairy shaved. man. Yeah. Uh, the world government is quite scary, isn't it? Well, this is when we go to the World Congress, yeah, because yeah. Andrew wants to uh, be married. He wants to change not, more laws because you know, fuck it at this point. Not um, only do they all sit around <laughs> in a circle, but they're all wearing the same clothes. It's yeah. quite weird. I mean, there's another version of this film where where Andrew just says, "Look." If you want me to withdraw every single yeah. bio thing yeah. Yeah. I have installed, if you if you don't let yeah. me be a human, I'll press this I button. can switch all that yeah. shit yeah. up. It'll you're all turn dead. off and yeah. you'll all yeah. die because I'm yeah. the only one keeping you alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know. Yeah. There's two uh, ways we can do these, this bitches. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's, yeah, that's happening. Um, the, the, the man in charge of the uh, World Congress says, Society can tolerate an immortal robot, he, but he will never yeah. tolerate an immortal human. Mm. Which uh, weird, yeah, weird. I don't get and that. Weird. Yeah, no, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like it's an odd thing to just say, like a oh, I, trust me, I know everyone thinks the same way. I've got no problem with an immortal yeah. human. I wouldn't care. No, do you think, think this is a right. commentary? It, it's become. A, it probably wasn't a commentary when it. Well, it definitely wasn't when this was made. But it's kind of a little bit like the trans thing, isn't it? I was like, wondering about. I was wondering yeah, that. Yeah. I was wondering that. I thought, is there a reading of this film to talk about? Yeah, transitioning. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I read recently uh, that because he's not a human. <laughs> no, you know, by, that's kind of a weird one because he yeah, starts but as that's a non-human discussion, really, isn't it? Yeah. No, that's interesting. I don't know a, a, a cleverer person than us. Probably. I was going to say, like, well, you're not saying that trans people aren't humans, are you? Is yeah, that that's the that dodge. No, no, I'm <laughs> saying. I know I'm saying he, he isn't biologically but he's human seen in this, as not but that's human. like how some people say, oh, she's not biologically man. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. No, 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 yeah. The, I the, thought that's what it was. I just thought I'd let yeah, you yeah, clarify yeah, that no, point, yeah. Chris. Yeah. Yeah. But also, <laughs> I'm, yeah. also, I'm not trivialising yes. anything yes. with no. this film. Yeah. Uh, on that subject, I read the, this interesting thing saying that you can read the first Matrix film as being yeah. about transsexuality. Yeah. yeah. And in fact, when you think about that they were going through all that while they made it, it actually mm. probably makes mm. sense. I don't know. Um, anyway, yeah. they declare him a machine forever, and I wrote, fuck you, Andrew, you're a machine forever. Uh, mm, but that's he's a very not transphobic a mentality, though, Alex. Yeah, sorry. Uh, he's not a machine, though, is he? Because it's, uh, it's many years later, uh, Porsche's 75, uh, but mm. her body is 50, because Andrew yeah. makes a nice sex joke yeah. about Creep. it. Creep. Yeah. Creep. Uh, and she says, she says, I don't, I won't always take your DNA elixirs. I won't have all my organs replaced. Is that a euphemism? Well, I, yeah, I wondered what a DNA elixir is. <laughs> it's a bit odd, like, it? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Uh, anyway. I, so... I noticed Galatea's just gone for staying the young hot model. Not, <laughs> yes. not... yeah. yeah, she doesn't care. <laughs> She's not cared about the world order yeah. changing. She yeah. just wants to stay young. <laughs> yeah. So he goes to see Rupert one more time and he says, uh, do this thing so I die, basically. Like, yeah. 
so I slowly degrade, basically. Mm. Um, which you think they could have done quite early on. I mean, it's just well, yeah. I mean, he could just walk out in the front of a bus. I mean, he's not proving anything. No, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Uh, and they're in hospital, and they go back to the World Congress, and he's two hundred years yeah. old, yeah. Uh, and they say. That's it, you're a human, you can get married, but he's dead by that point, isn't he? Do, do you think as well he's not actually 200 years old, is he, though? I didn't like that, because... No, he's not Surely it's from when they put the organs in? Yeah. Uh, well, no, because his consciousness started from and when he switched when on. When he was turned on. He, he didn't get a new brain in consciousness. Right, okay. No, no. I'll allow okay. it. Anyway. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> Uh, and then Portia says, uh, do me a favour, do you mind unplugging me? Now, is this, because we now... We... This is assisted suicide. And is that okay? Does yeah. that break the laws of robotics? Well, it is in this universe, this one world order. Does it break uh, the laws? Basically, like a fascist world. But does she kill... Is she breaking... Is, Gal- is Galatea breaking the, the Asimov's laws by killing Portia? By no, because uh, no, because Portia asked her. Yeah. But it causes harm to to her because it kills her. Uh, yeah. Grey area. It's a grey area. area. Now I've I've read people say it's okay because it's it, if she stayed alive longer she'd be in more pain. Therefore, you are stopping the pain by killing. Yeah, her. but that the pain isn't covered in the laws. No, interesting. Um, and then Celine Dion plays over the credits. Um, no music, yeah, Sandy. Though, you get just see what you need. Just what yeah. you need. I also want you to know that uh, in one of his later comedy routines, Robin Williams talked about how he regretted making the film. Christopher Columbus later admitted that although he wanted to direct the film, uh, the production ended up being more work than he was ready for, and there should have been a different director. And Disney asked that the budget be cut by approximately twenty million dollars. And when the mm. film was released on Christmas Day, it flopped at the box office. Robin Williams blamed Disney's marketing and the loss of content the film suffered yeah. because of the budget cuts. As a result, he fell out with Disney. So yeah, I feel like the budget really was cut on the poster. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> yeah. The marketing, they just didn't bother, did they? Like, it's just the worst marketing. It's, it's like literally the taps were just turned off yeah. when it got to marketing. Yeah. 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 So that's the end. Um, what... Chris, as the most positive about this film, unless you're going to mm. throw some crazy 2001 switcheroo, um, <laughs> and that would be insane. What, so what's your overall feelings about Bicentennial Man? It, you know, there's big, like, tonal, and there's big issues I've got with it. It's just a little bit naff. The, yeah. the, the whole, you know, I've seen it a million times with Data in Star Trek so all that early stage stuff about how he doesn't understand like laughing and jokes yeah for me yeah. that is super boring yeah like, no true yeah really super boring yeah so I I think if you made this again now you'd pick it up from uh, a more progressive idea of what a robot can be mm-hmm. yeah um we wouldn't literally have to be explaining what a joke is no um but what you know, are the, I, what what moments do you really like about it? What's what's the thing that wins you round? I like the the art direction of it. I like the actual core story. I think is good. Mm. The actual you know the the central premise I think is is great. But you know that's not the filmmaker, is it? That's the book. No, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Robin Williams is not the correct choice for this. I don't think his mm. humor is any good. Um, no, he has trouble with the more serious bits. It doesn't come across very well, does it? 
He can actually do serious, though. We know he can do serious, yeah. but what he can't, what I just don't like is the stupid non-joke type pratting about mm. that you just see from time to time. Yeah. Like, it's like he's had the idea on set and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Robin. Yeah, that's great. That's great. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's fucking not great. <coughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Can we get him out of that fucking suit now and get someone else? <laughs> Get wow. Tim Allen on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wait, yeah. is Tim Allen still available? Yeah. Uh, Sam, <laughs> you, you you said you literally just stopped watching, like you literally watched this before the podcast, yeah. fresh in your mind. Yeah. What's your uh, feelings about Bicentennial Man? Well, uh, it only got much of a chance in me, had it really? Let's be honest. No. It was, Nothing oh, really does. Yeah, I like a lot of things. This was a lot of shite. <laughs> this was as though... Someone had like built a robot by stuffing it full of Mrs. Doubtfire, Robin Williams, and a bunch of those terrible, you know, those like greeting cards you get that are like really schmaltzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got there, stuffed it in Mrs. Doubtfire's gob, and then stuffed her in a robot, <laughs> and then gone right. Here's your film. It's Give her two a film hours a of unnecessary schmaltz and bullshit with a bunch of like the characters. <laughs> utter, utter tripe. This is the kind of film that oh, when we're all dead. And we're all the world's gone to shit. This is the sort of thing they should be playing. It's like this is why I went wrong. You waste your time making millions and millions of dollars on this absolute fucking nonsense. Yeah. I mean, there's bigger wastes than this. I, I can probably think of two: Lawnmower Man and Scandarkly. <laughs> Whoa! It's mentioned in the same breath as Lawnmower Man. Yeah. Okay, but right. awful. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, yeah, I, but you know when you're like. Uh, Platt gets involved and it I like all when it starts getting more techy and the more like high level concepts. But it's still all around this stupid idea of Robin Williams yeah. being this fucking I mean he's just trying to get his end Android. away all the time and it's just like Yeah, that's the yeah. Yeah, yeah and it, it's also got that weird nineties Hollywood man sort of idea of what is wholesome of like, oh we've got to get yeah. married, so it's all wholesome, so it doesn't matter if we're gonna fuck a twenty year old, you know, mm, like in it's some in some ways. Just, yeah. I mean getting her to do all his bitch work. Yeah. 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 Um, I have to say, I just, yeah, I, I'm sorry, I didn't enjoy it. I just, I could not excuse. I just think there was no joined up thinking in this film. To me, it made mm. no sense that he kept doing these things that would have made him famous, that would have made, that would have changed the world, and then never mentioned it. And I just couldn't let that go. It just bugged me too much. And also, you think I think it's because we're in this hyper commercialized, like, celebrity world now, which kind of didn't exist when this was made. No, I just think mm. that's sense. I don't, yeah, I think what just... he does would have made him famous. He's the yeah. only thinking robot on the planet. I mean, like, mm. it's like if you had the only talking dog on the planet. I mean, definitely would have been like Bill Gates sort of level of fame. Yeah. Do you it, was, think yeah it goes if, even more, yeah. Do you think if that is because it's come from a short story, so that, so in a short yes. story you don't need to, to yeah, explain yeah. the bits around the edge, do you? Yeah. And no oh, one's bothered to do that, have they? Yeah, definitely. No. no, definitely. And also, I didn't really understand why there weren't... What happened to robots in this world? Why did we never really see... Any more yeah, robots? Yeah, why do they fall out of love with them? Yeah. Like, and they kind oh, also, of mention... What... Oh, sorry, I was gonna say, so they, they kind of say, when they go and see Dennis again, he says, oh, people were scared that robots are going to take all the jobs. And they also, mm. they say they didn't like robots that look more human. So mm. I get that. But there's no, like... You just don't even see them, like, sweeping the streets or, like, doing kind of things that you would think you'd see you think in a in world of robots. You'd years they'd have developed quite a bit. Yeah. Mm. and you just don't see them and I didn't really understand you've made a film about a robot in a world with robots mm. that now doesn't seem to have any robots and you haven't even said oh actually all the robots went he's the last one 
If they'd said um, that at some point, I'd have understood it. But there's also the fact that if he becomes like a super genius in robotics, right? Yeah. Does he not understand like what physical properties are allowing him to be what he is? Because he, re- mm. it really is still like a computer brain. Yeah. And there, there might have been like some sort of cross wire or link, you know, some sort of unexpected. Yes. Yeah, you know, complication in like how the positronic brain yeah. works, or but you think he would have studied that to its nth degree, wouldn't you? Mm. And then mm. from that, made a new sort of life form. But or... yeah, Chris, bang on. And is that is that why the Matt didn't he say he thought it was a bit Poppins this film because they never yes, really yes. explain yeah. why is Robin Williams like this. Why is mm. Andrew like this and no other robots are like this? And you know what, Chris? That would have been way more interesting if he'd spent his yeah. life trying to find out yeah. what yeah, made why? him him and then he failed or he got it in yeah. the end or whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. That would have been a really But cool there would have been twist. a physical property somewhere yeah. within his brain which would have been causing it. It wouldn't have just... It's not magic. No. It's kind of like they've got to a point where they've just put magic onto it. And a little bit. A little yeah. bit I can't quite yeah. get also, Oh, God, imagine... The more human he became, he changed yeah. the makeup of his brain. So he actually lost his, like, so he looked like a human, but he acted more mm. like a robot. Imagine that. That'd be Sorry. mucked up. So, you know, because he's a, he's a robot with a kind of human mm. personality. Yeah. But wouldn't it have been interesting if, as he turned into a human, his personality, like, left him and he became more <laughs> like a robot? So he was just this actual, like, walking, talking... Yeah, he's a normal human, but he was just like, what can I do? Like, he's just turned yeah. into like... I'm not sure, sh- yeah. You're getting yeah. dark there. Um, the other great mystery <laughs> of this film, you know the original family, there's the older sister who's a bit of a rebel? Yeah. Don't well, you feel that her storyline's kind of unresolved and there's probably meant to be more there? Oh, the way yeah. that she pops back up again and he's like, and there's weird... I think they like... killed her. I think they got rid of her. Yeah. She was a problem to the family. Which is like, isn't it? They never really... And the mum, like you say, the mum basically just voices that she hates Andrew and then you never Mm. really see her again. Mm. I mean, I also read this interesting thing that worked out, if you you work out the ages that the women are, it means Mm. that they were having kids when they were in their 60s. (laughs) Because the gaps between... It is the future, it is the future. Yeah, 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 but it just is a bit odd that both Little Miss and Portia, or whoever it was, Portia's mum, I guess, yeah... Little Miss and Portia's mum, who is Bradley Whitfield's wife, would have had their kid at like 60 to then make the times work with how old. It's just a bit weird. but um, I think this uh, lends more credence to my idea that it's uh, a clone. Mm, Yeah, Mm. that would have been cool. That would have been more mucked up. That's a dark ending. She was just a robot all along. I I thought that when when she turned her off. I thought she was going to say she's a robot. The one in the bed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because well, he could have he could have made a fake family. Yeah, oh, yeah, that would have been dark too, or something. Well he, he, well, he likes the children, doesn't he? He could have made a a lot younger. <laughs> I mean, it's dark and there's pitch black. Yeah, sorry. and you've gone pitch black. Okay, well, let's rate this let's rate it, yeah. film. I mean, it's very long as well. It is what over two hours, two hours, two hours and three minutes. But oh it man, felt it like feel- about six. Oh god, it feels like two hundred years, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I think we should start with Chris. Chris, where should it go? Um, uh, probably somewhere around. For me, mm-hmm. just above Paprika. What oh. the fuck? 
That is really high, isn't it? You're insane. <laughs> 50, 57. No it's... way. <laughs> Can I go oh, next? Yes. <laughs> 153. 153? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, is that the bottom? No, oh, there's two it's... films worse than that. And I can tell you why, right? Oh, wow. Okay. This is the first of these sorts of films we've watched where it's just wall-to-wall Hollywood bullshit, <laughs> um, you know, greeting card schmaltz. And there's nothing I hate more in the world than that. However, Law Mow Man was extremely problematic and Scanner Darkly was extremely bad. So those, it's yeah. better than those two. One, five, wow. three. Oh, my God. That is awful. Where would you put it, Alex? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, low, but... I mean, yeah, Chris is insane. It's nowhere near that. He's right. actually insane, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I didn't enjoy it either. It was You're saying spot. it's better than Star Trek Four, Chris? And Phantom Menace. Oh, have I got this wrong here? And, and all oh, sorts I read of the stuff wrong... here that you like. Independence Day. You think it's better than Independence Day? It's not Hold better on. than Tammy the, and the T-Rex, to be honest. <laughs> it's not, no. <laughs> I mean, it is down there. It um, is better than that. Oh, no. It, it's not where, really... Where are you thinking, Alex? I'll take, actually, uh, low 90s on the oh. list. It's got to go lower than that. Alex, where do you think it's... Yeah, lower think... than that. I just didn't enjoy it. I, I, I found it was, it was such a slog. Like, I mean, around, like, Doom, Predators, like, Deep Blue Sea, 120, 130. I mean, I like Equilibrium more than this, so under Equilibrium, I guess. 133. What about 130, 130... Oh, yeah, I was going to say 131, because 2012 is a better Oliver Platt film. <laughs> God... 2012 was terrible, though. It was, yeah. Howard the um, Duck was bad, though. This is kind of like Howard the Duck, actually. Sam Neill, though. Sam Neill, so... Sam Neill's not... He's, he's not in it enough, and he he's really dialing it in, isn't he? I mean... Yeah. And his character's awful, like the way he gets weird about him wanting to leave, and he's just so... Oh, yeah. no, I don't think that's weird. I think that's... Uh, I mean, the, effect, the effects are probably the only good thing about it, and they don't save it. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Chris. It's really low. Like, 130... Yeah, maybe just yeah, hundred and thirty-one. Come on, Chris, right. argue us, argue us back up the list. Come on, what's your case for why it shouldn't be there? I don't think it should be allowed to because that's still twenty-five higher. The I thing is, though, it I do find it now. I, would, I don't need to watch it again because it is quite boring. Mm. Mm. So if I'm comparing it like in watchability, mm. yeah, exactly. There's some yeah. films here I would watch before. I'd watch The Martian before this. Yeah. The one three one. Yeah. I mean that's. I mean it's been saved because you were pretty much the bottom, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oof. I mean it's not evil like the ones right at the bottom. Yeah. It. Uh, no, it's, it's just not redeeming evil. of any any you know yeah. redeeming features. Um, I've got one more question for you as well. Yeah. Uh, which is about Robin Williams. Um, when he died, Obama did a speech, right? Mm. And there's a bit in it I don't understand. This is the first line of Obama's speech about Robin Williams' death. This has been bugging me since he died. He says this, Robin Williams was an airman, a doctor, a genie, a nanny, a president, a professor, a bangarang Peter Pan. What does what does a bangarang Peter Pan mean? I don't know. Well, that's a, that's a term in What's the it? film, in Hook. Oh, is, is it? Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. it's like their sort of charge. When they go charge, oh. they go bangarang. Thank you. The, the Lost Boys do. Because you Google that, you never find out what it's about, but yeah. It doesn't say robot. No. It says everything, and everything in between. So I guess robots included in that. Yeah. Maybe you didn't lie, Bicentennial Man. Obama, please yeah. tell us if you liked the Bicentennial Man. Robert was an airman, doctor, a genie, nanny, a president, professor, a bangarang, Peter Pan. Also a shit robot. That's the 
<laughs> Shitty robot. Yeah, yeah but uh, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah. Well, that was it. That was Bicentennial Man. Thank you Fuck for suggesting that. it. Uh, yeah, I hope... Uh, Matt has he, lost all asking yeah, privileges with I'm that I'm really one. sorry, Matt. I no, mean, I, th- yeah. I enjoyed that. I, You know, we, we got to that. It's... It, it's I used to enjoy it when I was a kid. Uh, you know, I'm, I wasn't really disgusted by it. You made Chris it's happy, film. so that's good. Yeah, Thank that's you, good. Matt. I mean, that's, I like I like picking it apart, but um, you know, good shout. I, I like, like that it's out of the way. We won't have to watch it ever again now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. And if you want to make a suggestion like Matt did, you can email us at sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail dot com. Uh, the website Science Fiction Rating System, and we are Sci-Fi Rating on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, and what is next week? I think it's something exciting, isn't it, Sam? Yes, next week we are watching uh, Terry Gilliam's Brazil, and we will also be joined by uh, Valerie Charlton, who worked on the special effects mm, uh, wow. for that and many other films. We have a quite mm. uh, wide-ranging discussion with her about that, and we'll also rank it as well. So that's a pretty exciting week coming up. Yeah, yeah, a slight change in format, but I think it worked. Yeah, works will it, work. It will work. <laughs> it will work. It works. Yeah. I'm what? getting the feeling yeah. it will work. Yeah, I think it. I think it will work really well too. I think yeah. it will go really well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think it will yeah. go well too. Anyway, um, that's all we just can a little, say. Little plug for me. Um, oh. My film, short film, The Unreason, is on Dust, which is a big YouTube uh, oh. channel of sci-fi short films. Go oh, check cool. it out. It's really it's funny. Been, it's been up for. Uh, a day already, I think. What's and it called, Chris? Dust. It's, if you put dust into YouTube. Sorry, the film. And the film's called The Unreason. It's the top one in on dust at the moment Ooh, on the I'll, channel. I'll put it in the, in the show notes for this episode. And aren't, yeah. you, uh, aren't you adapting that into a uh, feature, Chris? Uh, yes, currently, yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. We we are working on it now. Uh, it's uh, deep in production. Nice. And uh, yeah. Watch this space. See where it all started. Of people. We had some good comments already on YouTube, actually. So a lot That's of people good. saying they want to see it as a TV show or bigger things. So. It was really funny. I loved it. And I'm not just saying that. I really liked it. I haven't it. seen I it yet, but I'll watch it after this. It was a really, it's a really original take on yeah. something that's been done lots of times yeah. before. And also okay. I would say that, yeah, I can totally see it as a, uh, as a TV yeah. show or a film or, yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. Well, well uh, cool. cool. All right then. Well, anything to plug, Sam? Um, no. Oh, just still the soundtracks available. Soundtracker.net. Oh yeah, out. yeah. The soundtrack to the uh, to the uh, podcast. And I see you yeah. put more uh, songs up as well. Oh, it's a blowout. Absolute <laughs> blowout. There's, I've got about eighteen hours up there now. I think and I've wow, still got about nice. three more to go. I'm getting yeah. everything off the hard drives. Wow. Everything's going. Yeah. 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 It, everything must go. Yeah. I, 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 that's not one of mine. That's the Magic Preachers, but. All music yeah. must go. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Real. Well, that's it then. So we'll see you next week for something totally different. It's goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Chris. See ya. And goodbye from Sam. Bye. Bye.